Mental health and physical health are closely connected. No kidding. What's good for the body is often good for the mind. Knowing what you can do physically that you enjoy, that makes you feel good and clears your mind, will change your day and your life. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Godly Pattern Podcast. We exist to champion your relationship and transformational journey so you can live a godly, fun, and free life. Tune in every Thursday and join our tribe of God lovers as we transform together. I love you, I love you, I love you, Jesus. I've fallen in love, oh, I love you. Hey, friends. Happy Transformational Thursday. It's Coach Lucci here with a juicy, impactful message. And because teamwork makes the dream work, I want to start by acknowledging all my listeners and Godly Tribe members. Indeed, I am so thankful to you all who have reached out to me liked, commented, and shared this podcast with others. It's just so comforting to see that there are people out there willing to do better and be better, willing to join me on this journey as we keep learning, loving, and transforming together. Last week, I was excited to transition back to talking about more transformative topics with mental health and well-being at the forefront. I talked about the importance of prioritizing your mental and emotional well-being. I defined what mental health is and how we can prioritize it along with our emotional well-being. The two are very connected. Our emotions play a big part in our mental health. When you have no control of your emotions, I can safely say that your mental state is not healthy. I talked about some ways you can get more of a hold on your emotions and become stronger. Stronger mentally and emotionally. If you haven't listened to that episode, I urge you, please go listen to it. I believe there is some great advice there for you. So this Transformational Thursday, I am excited to talk about our physical health. We need to get serious about our physical health. When it comes to mental health, we need to do all we can to make sure we are moving towards a stable, strong, and healthy mental state. Like I said in the last episode, mental health for a long time has not been taken seriously because it is not always visible that someone is struggling mentally. It is a silent killer, and I shared some stats to prove that. For us to sustain our mental health and well-being, We cannot neglect our physical health. In other words, physical health is critical if we are going to have a healthy mental state. As a coach, I observe that some people struggle to maintain healthy relationships because they never really have time to take care of themselves. They spend so much time trying to play a role as a dad or a mom or a partner or a business person that they sometimes neglect themselves. We see new moms go into postpartum depression because they don't feel the same physically and this in turn impacts their mental state. This can happen to the best of us. 
When we feel fatigued, bloated, or just unwell, it impacts our overall mental well-being. Personally, I know that few things can improve my day as quickly as a walk around the block or at the gym, even just getting up from my desk, taking a good stretch, or just shaking my waist a bit. Yeah, I said that, shaking my waist a bit. But that's me. It's not simply that I enjoy these activities, but also that they literally make me feel better and they help me clear my mind. So let's talk about it. What is physical health? I find physical health to be very interesting, mostly because the term health is often interchangeably with physical health, when in reality, Physical health only represents one element of an individual's total health. It is only one piece of the puzzle. Anyway, let's define what physical health is. Physical health represents one dimension of a total well-being. The term refers to the state of our physical body and how well it is operating. There are three components that I know of that make up physical health. I'm sure there are more, but I'll focus on these three. They are active lifestyle, a healthy diet, and physical fitness. So let's take a closer look at each of them. Number one, active lifestyle. While many people know that engaging in more physical activity could improve their health, finding the motivation to hit the gym is easier said than done. Don't we all know it? In today's always on and about world, it can be tricky to fit in a workout session into your jam-packed schedule. More pressingly, the rising cost of living is encouraging people to reassess their spending habits and cancel their subscriptions to a range of services, including a gym membership. Without a structure and energizing atmosphere of a gym or exercise class, it can be challenging to maintain a regular exercise routine. I get it. If your physical activity levels have dropped recently, or if you're a lifelong exercise shirker, it's important to remember the kinds of rewards an active lifestyle can bring. Okay. I understand that slipping on your tennis shoes before a busy day at work can feel punishing, particularly if your fitness levels have waned over the years, or even trying to get a workout in after work when you're already exhausted from a heavy day's load. But an active lifestyle is more than just exercising. The goal with having an active lifestyle is to be active throughout the day, not just when you're working out. With that said, what does it mean to live an active lifestyle? When someone is healthy, others often consider that person active. Does that mean he or she exercises daily or has a high energy level? Often, the answer is yes to both. Living an active lifestyle means you take every opportunity to be more active than your sedentary. People who are active take small opportunities to stand up and move. They often make a way of life out of it. Those who are active daily are often in better shape, have an easier time managing their weight level, and burn more calories daily than those who are sedentary. So how can you become more active? Exercising is your first step to becoming more active. 
but it isn't your only means of developing a healthier, more active lifestyle. I will speak on exercise a bit later on this episode. To be active, think proactive. Consider ways that you can be more active in the tasks you already do. Here are a few tips to becoming more active. Schedule active time with your friends and family. Instead of going out for a dinner or seeing a movie all the time, go ahead and plan to spend a day at the park or go for a hike at the local park. Start playing sports again. Join a local sport league for adults or take part in a walking or running club in your neighborhood. Rotate your commute. Take every chance you can to walk or bike instead of drive, whether it is to work, to the store, or to a friend's house. Move around at work. Instead of sitting on your desk chair the whole day, stand up or if your work permits, sit on an exercise ball and just bounce around. <laughs> Increase incidental activity. Pass up the elevator ride to take the stairs. Stand in line instead of waiting in a chair and walk around your office instead of just sending out emails or using the Teams chat. Regular activity is looked at as a fundamental aspect of any weight loss program. This is because to lose weight, you need to manage the calories you take in with the calories you put out. The American Heart Association recommends that every adult engage in at least 30 minutes of physical activity five days a week. Becoming more active in your day-to-day -day life make reaching your daily goals easier. While heading to the gym for 30 minutes is great, finding ways to be more active in everything you do is even better. Make an effort to implement small changes in your personal activity level throughout your daily routine. You'll likely find that you become more active. you also start to have higher energy levels, increase mental health and cognitive clarity, and you may even have an easier time reaching your weight loss goals. I'd love to know what activities you engage in to maintain an active lifestyle. Let's set a challenge. I'd love to see what you're doing to stay active, so please share your photos, videos, and messages on the Godly Pattern Podcast Twitter page. We need to encourage each other to stay motivated. Let's move on to the second point. Number two, healthy diet. It is widely known that nutrition plays a key role in your physical health, but studies also show that nutrition directly affects your mental and emotional well-being too. It makes sense that what we put in our body would also impact our mental health. Good health describes a condition of optimal well-being. That means that the body and mind are operating in harmony. Both are equally important when defining your health journey. So what should you put in your cart and on your plate? Here's a quick overview of what to look for next time you're in the grocery store. Whole Foods some studies show that preservatives, food coloring, and other additives may cause or worsen hyperactivity and depression. If you have one thing to remember, it's to eat real food or food that's minimally processed and has a few healthy ingredients. Think fresh fruits and vegetables in a variety of colors. Fiber Plant-based foods are full of fiber, which helps your body absorb glucose more slowly. 
This helps you avoid sugar rushes and crashes. Fiber-rich foods include fruits, vegetables, and nutrient-filled carbs like whole grains and beans. These inflammation fighters are especially plentiful in berries, leafy green vegetables, the spiced turmeric, and food with omega-3 fatty acids, including salmon and black chia seeds. Dark chocolate also contains a ton of antioxidants and sugar, so indulge in moderation. Folate This type of B vitamin helps with dopamine production without forcing it to surge the way sugars do. Find it in leafy greens, lentils, and cantaloupes. Vitamin D Vitamin D helps with the production of serotonin and we usually get it from exposure to sunlight. But mushrooms are another good source of vitamin D. You know, I have to speak on this vitamin D. I remember going to the doctor for my routine health check and they said to me, you are extremely low in vitamin D. They had to literally give me a prescription, not just a regular over-the-counter, I had to get a prescription vitamin D because I was low in vitamin D and think about it right a lot of times we work remote or we're indoors right who wants to go sit outside the sun well except you need a tan but I'm a black woman so I don't want to be out there sitting under the sun <laughs> I do not need an extra tan so let's just be conscious of that vitamin D is so important for our body so whether you get it through sunlight or through just the over-the-counter vitamins please make sure that vitamin D is inclusive in your diet. Magnesium This essential mineral helps with everything from nerve and muscle function to keeping a steady heartbeat but it is also vital to the food mood connection. Let me repeat that the food mood connection. A mineral deficiency can hurt the bacteria in your gut and cause depression and anxiety-like symptoms. Load up with natural sources such as almonds, cashews, spinach, and other dark leafy greens. Also, bananas and some beans. Fermented foods Fermented foods are packed with probiotics, which are certain live bacteria that are good for your digestive tract. Examples include sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, tempeh, and the fermented drink kombucha. These foods also tend to be high in sodium, so consume in moderation or skip altogether if you have high blood pressure. Please note, if you have high blood pressure, you do not need to be consuming foods that are high in sodium. Alright, Incorporating good for your mood foods into your diet may take some extra effort at first, but you can make it easy for yourself. Prepare a week's worth of chopped veggies and cook beans ahead of time. This makes DIY meals easier to whip up to avoid the temptations of a takeout. Strap for time? Use frozen fruits and vegetables and 10-minute brown rice, quinoa, or whole grain couscous. You can also try making small healthy swaps like trading white rice, pasta, and bread for whole grain versions. This helps increase good fiber in your body, which aids in digestion. And instead of a bag of chips, choose a side salad snack packed with nuts, seeds, and colorful vegetables for extra flavor. Of course, general nutrition rules still apply. This means 
Staying hydrated, not skipping meals, and being mindful of your caffeine and alcohol intake. It's a good idea to discuss with your doctor if you should be consuming caffeine and alcohol based on your personal health history and goals. And if so, how frequently in order to stay healthy? Remember, the goal here is to stay healthy. You don't have to feel the pressure to make all of these changes right away. You may find it easier to take things a day at a time or implement a new substitution each week. For example, one week you could replace processed sugar with fresh fruits and the next week you could add more vegetables and lean protein. There is no one size fits all when it comes to your health. Being present and mindful while we eat is another effective tool that can combat cravings of overeating. It may take days or weeks before you start to feel the mood-boosting effects of a better diet. But all I ask is that we start a day and just take it a day at a time. It depends on how many changes you make. I must say, if making food swaps makes you feel like you are depriving yourself, eat the foods you love. But just make sure that you are controlling your portions. Lasting transformation doesn't happen overnight, but the healthy choices you make each day build on each other. In time, you'll see the positive results in both your mind and your body. And finally, let's look at exercise. Number 3. Physical Fitness Most of us know the many physical benefits of exercise. Weight control, lower blood pressure, reduced risk of diabetes, and increased energy just to name a few. But what about the psychological benefits of exercise? From easing symptoms of depression and anxiety to keeping your memory sharp. Whether you need motivation to get to the gym or just take a brisk walk, the 5 psychological benefits of physical activity will have you tying up your shoelaces and heading out the door. Alright, so let's look at these five. Help for depression and anxiety. Exercise is a scientifically proven mood booster, decreasing symptoms of both depression and anxiety. Physical activity kicks up endorphin levels, the body's famous feel-good chemical produced by the brain and spinal cord that produces feelings of happiness and euphoria. Even just moderate exercise throughout the week can improve depression and anxiety. So much so that some doctors recommend trying out an exercise regimen for these conditions before turning to medication. Decrease stress. Another mental benefit of exercise is that it reduces stress levels, something that can make us all happier. Increasing your heart rate can actually reverse stress-induced brain damage by stimulating the production of neurohormones, which not only improves cognitive and mood, but improves thinking clouded by stressful events. Exercise also forces the body's central and sympathetic nervous system to communicate with one another, improving the body's overall ability to respond to stress. Increase self-esteem and self-confidence. This is important. From improving endurance to losing weight and increasing muscle tone, there is no shortage of physical achievements that come about from regular exercise. 
All these achievements can all add up to a whooping boost of self-esteem and the confidence that comes with it. You may not set out for better fitting clothes, a slimmer physique, and the ability to climb a hill without getting winded. Oftentimes, it happens before you even realize it. It's just one of the many benefits of physical activity that boost your body, mind, and spirit. Better sleep. This is another very important one because we are always on the go. We need to make sure that we have a good sleep routine because when we are in a rest state, it does something to our body. It does something to our mind. If you have trouble getting a good night's sleep, exercise can help with that too. Physical activity increases body temperature which can have calming effects on the mind leading to less sheep counting and more shut eye. Exercise also helps regulate your circadian rhythm. Our body's built-in alarm clock that controls when we feel tired and when we feel alert. Although improved sleep is a psychological benefit of exercise, sleep experts recommend not exercising close to bedtime. Brain Boost from building intelligence to strengthening memory, exercise boosts brain power in a number of ways. Studies on mice and humans indicate that cardiovascular exercise creates new brain cells, a process called neurogenesis, and it improves overall brain performance. It also prevents cognitive decline and memory loss by strengthening the hippocampus the part of the brain responsible for memory and learning. Studies also prove that physical activity boosts creativity and mental energy. So if you're in need of inspiration, your idea could be just a walk or a jog away. Trust me, this works. I love taking walks and when I walk, I just feel like I have fresh ideas. It gives me some time to think and just gain new perspectives. Try it, if you're not already doing it. If you like to take a jog or a run, do that too. In conclusion, I hope you see the importance of physical health on your mental health. As we work to build a high level of health in our lives, we must actively build healthy habits. It will benefit us and the people around us immensely. So I just want to pray for all of us that we will receive strength to prioritize our physical health. I pray that we will make healthy choices, stay active, and be on top of our routine medical checkups. I pray today that we will take time to nourish our bodies and honor it as the vessel that holds our mind. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I hope you learned something from this episode. I know I did. I believe that you did not stumble on this podcast by mistake. So as you go through your day, please process this information and come up with questions. Come up with resolutions and intentions to do life with God, to live in His freedom, to prioritize your mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Just do your best and leave the rest for God. He got you and he will come through for you. 
I truly believe that together we stand and divided we fall. So I'm eager to help. I'm eager to know your thoughts and to help you navigate your journey. So be sure to send your questions in and subscribe to the Godly Pattern Podcast YouTube channel and come join me on Fate Talks with Coach Lucci as soon as it premieres. I'm so excited for us to dig deep into your questions together. So do you need a coach? Or just someone to listen to you? Our godly coaches are here for you. To serve you and help you on all things love and transformation. Just remember to love God, live free, and have fun while doing it. Thank you for tuning into the Godly Pattern Podcast today. I hope something from today's discussion touched your heart in a unique way. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, and send in your questions by going to www.godlypattern.com and join the Godly Tribe. Now, my dear friends, remember whose you are according to the Word of God in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion. So until next time, go conquer and dominate in love and light.